Hello, everyone. Welcome to Go Get That Rose. We are covering episode five. Yeah, of um, listen to your heart. <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot shorter season, uh, so it's hard to keep track. Uh, but we are doing episode five, the semi finale. Next week is the last episode, which I'm kind of sad about, actually. Like, I really like this show. Um, I am your host, Sarah. With me, as always, is my co-host, Kristen. Hello. How are you feeling about this episode, Kristen? Uh, you know, this was some good stuff. I, I gotta tell you, I, uh, I kind of chuckled a little bit at the beginning of the episode where he sent them all off on their own tour buses. Thinking, you know, they had the budget to send them all off on some traveling fantasy suites, but couldn't put Peter's poor final three in their own damn hotel rooms. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking about how bad some of these dates were, and they were just saving saving all the money up for the tour buses. That's a very good point. I think it does seem like they were. I was like, oh, they go to Qatar Center, but they can save money for all the tour buses? Okay, I see how it is. Which were nice buses, by the way. They like, were. Really nice. They were, like, decked out RVs, like, like just normal RVs. Like, they were really nice. I mean, they made it seem like this was going to be this whole week-long adventure. The drive from L.A. to Vegas is approximately five hours. <laughs> yeah, they said they were there for, like, four, four hours, which I was like, and it doesn't look for the preview for next week. I was like, oh, maybe they're all going to be back in the tour buses. It looks like they were flying. So I guess they only had the tour buses for those four hours. <laughs> I guess we're never going to get a traditional bachelor date dinner conversation on this whole series. Oh, I haven't thought about that. We haven't, really. I thought oh. the bus may have been the move, but I guess not. No. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, let's just jump right in. I really like this episode. Um, like I said, I am kind of sad that it's the last episode next week. How are you feeling about it? You know, I'm, I'm ready to see this come to its completion, I think. Um, you know, we, we lost a good source of our drama last week, and I don't feel Mm. like there's a whole lot left to cover. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's reached its natural end, and I think it was an interesting experiment. I agree. I think six episodes was just enough. Yeah, I think the part that I'll be the most curious about, and obviously ABC had no way of really predicting anything, was if these people's name recognition or interest holds up after this show. Mm. Given that, you know, as we talked about last time, there's not going to be a tour or like <laughs> a real prize after the fact. Mm. that's true and yeah that's that I've been looking up uh some of the couples like on Instagram and stuff but I don't know I honestly after like the show is done I kind of forget about it you know what I mean I just kind of go along my week and I'm I don't know I don't think too much about the people of listen to your heart (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't keep you up at night what yeah well (laughs) sometimes I have been singing all of the songs, though, that they sang this week. So maybe maybe <laughs> it, it worked on me. <laughs> it sucked you in. <laughs> sucked me in. Uh, yeah, so they all went on tour buses. They all each got their own tour bus for four hours, um, which was interesting. Uh, I guess we can just, do you just want to cover it couple by couple and just go through all their drama that way? 
Sure. I mean, if we're talking about tour buses, I think we cannot neglect to discuss Rudy and uh, Matt's little detour. I mean, my boyfriend yes. and I watched and we were like, hands down, she did something to the bus to make it break down. Yeah. Do you think it was on purpose or if they were like, hey, can we stop? Because they had a hotel room. So that's where I was like, okay, it had to probably be planned. Like. It was- it was really interesting because I, you know, I don't think the bus actually broke down. I think it was something that was planned, but that's not normal for bachelor. And they also shut the cameras off and gave them that private time, which is so unheard of. Yeah. They were just so boring to watch in that bedroom (laughs) or someone paid off a producer or I don't know. Cause that was definitely a first. That's true. I didn't think about that. It was, yeah, we just got them, like, go in and they shut the door. Like, it really wasn't that big of a deal, like a fantasy suite usually is. I mean, I personally probably wouldn't want to have sex in that hotel room, but (laughs) (laughs) no. Why did they just stay on the tour bus, though? Also a valid question. It was nice of them that hotel. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It was nice. Like maybe the crew had to stay on the bus and they got a room. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. Maybe. But that was that was a funny detour. Um something we haven't seen before and something that really wasn't addressed much more after that. Everyone <laughs> kind of went with it. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, yeah, I thought it was going to be more drama like we cuz Rudy said she said something like uh, we weren't ready to go to Vegas, so I was like, oh, did they establish that, like, only if you're in a secure, did we miss something? Like, if only you're in a secure couple, then you're ready to perform in Vegas. Like, it was just the way she said that. I was like, oh, I don't know what that means. Like, what's so special about Vegas? And Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it definitely seemed to imply that there was something bigger going on there, as opposed to just wanting a little bone sash before they got into Sin City. Yeah, exactly. I think I noticed about this show is that they're really trying to create more drama now than there is. Because <laughs> they just, like, in all the previews, it's they'll cut all stuff, all the stuff together to make it sound so dramatic. And then when it actually plays out, like, it really isn't. Like, I feel like they're really trying really hard with this whole Rudy, Matt, like, storyline thing. I don't, Very I just true. don't think it's paying off. I think that's a really astute point. Yeah, they, they're pulling at strings trying to get something to happen, and there's just not a whole lot to work with. Yeah. Yeah, even, maybe that's why they could have decided, like, hey, pull a couple strings to find some random, like, motel as they were, like, on the bus. Being like, oh, we could probably get some drama out of them, but I don't, I don't know. But uh, let's talk about our new source of relationship drama now that Julia and friends have exited the show, which is Miss Rudy and Matt, um, who started out the episode, I think, having probably one of the most fun dates they have shown. I mean, going to perform with Shaggy. Oh, my God. I was like, I looked at my husband. I said, they have Shaggy. They went to a Shaggy concert and they are singing. It wasn't me on ABC right now. Like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen on Bachelor. 
I mean, yeah, I, I enjoyed watching their date. And like, and as previously, they have really fun chemistry together. Yeah. They probably have a blast hanging out, maybe going to a few other bases, but I don't think they necessarily have long-term staying power. And we saw that really come to a head this episode. Yeah. What did you think about their discussions and where each of them are in their relationship right now? I, I really feel for both of them. Um, I think Rudy is getting, she seems like the type she's getting caught up in like all the other couples are acting so in love or, or so in love. And I think that's really persuading her to be like, well, why doesn't Matt love me or, or act this way towards me? And I think Matt, I don't think it really has to do so much with him. He's like, oh, I have all these walls up and stuff like that, which could be true. But to me, like, I just don't think he really likes her that way. And I think he's probably feeling the pressure because of the show aspect of it. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think they have amazing, and we'll get to it. They have amazing like song chemistry. Like it's so good. But I just don't know. I don't know. I I just don't think he's really that like into her that way. What do you I think? Agree. I agree with you to an extent. I don't think they are at the same level. But yeah. I don't necessarily think that that means it's doomed or that Matt doesn't oh, like her. Yeah, no. I think Matt's looking at it with a very rational perspective. In yeah, that I agree. Each other for three weeks, and so I think he probably really does enjoy her company and has feelings for her and cares about her but like any sane human being he's not he's not gonna, gonna say i love you he's not ready <laughs> yeah and you know I, yeah i agree that fly. yeah i think i i i really like rudy i don't think she was she could have gone a lot more like you don't love me like crying and stuff like that like she seemed pretty like reasonable i think she cried a little bit and like got up and left but the all the other times they interacted she wasn't like rude really rude or like she still sang with him you know what i mean like she could have made it a lot worse and i think she handled it pretty well yeah she's still sang with him they were very lovey-dovey backstage she seems to still have a lot of respect for him and i thought that that conversation could have gone a very different way given that yeah. she does seem a little crazy and I thought yeah. that she handled herself well and, like, very rationally, which actually gives me a little bit of faith for them moving forward if they can be so mature. Yeah, I I agree. I was thinking that I can see them being a couple, like, that met outside of this that are able to take their time and be slower. Because I, I really just think she's getting wrapped up and feeling the pressure and from other couples. And if it was just a normal they met at a bar singing or whatever and they were able to have that time and let it grow and develop i think they'd be fine yeah i mean i wish matt had chosen other words to respond to her <laughs> then you are very courageous for speaking your truth i was like oh. response. oh my gosh i i out loud because i was watching it um by myself and i out loud was like oh no this had that long awkward pause my husband's like what what i was like he is not into her like he's not into this right now <laughs> like he just looks scared yeah like, every word coming out of her mouth his eyes were getting bigger and bigger yeah i like how she was like i'm just gonna say it <laughs> i'm falling in love with you i was like oh oh rudy 
Yeah, I mean, he he knew it was coming, but you know, I don't. I haven't lost faith for them. I I think that they handled themselves really well, and I have a lot of respect for that. What yeah, I don't I, necessarily I have respect for is Rudy then going to ask our little twenty-one-year-old for relationship oh advice. Like, oh <laughs> is my there God. someone else you could talk to? Yeah, you can't talk to Natasha. Like you can't talk to Bree. At least, I mean, she was engaged i would talk to brie before i talked to jamie because everyone keeps going to this girl for advice julia was going to her for advice i'm just not sure what they expect her to offer them well i think that shows their um emotional maturity is that the right word like i think that's fair yeah um well speaking of jamie let's kind of cross over to some jamie and trevor stuff um well first uh trevor serenades jamie on the tour bus which was so cringy and then they use that for the montage and i was like stop 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 and then they went on a very cute date to the hockey rink again low budget that was actually really really cute though i think i would like that date it seemed like they had a lot of fun but it's not something that necessarily warrants a whole lot of conversation no um but the whole so the whole time it kind of plays into like rudy saying that she really liked matt and jamie being like you need to just put yourself out there and tell him which i'm like oh this is gonna come back later for jamie and of course we can't go a week without jamie being nervous and doing her jamie nisms and being like i'm gonna throw up (laughs) which is that's it's just like it's a 21 year old immature thing like i don't know i don't know how to explain it (laughs) yes but we did see a little bit of progress she did put herself out there yes after trevor said i don't take the l word or i take the l word very seriously which kind of cracked me up that he actually said the l word i'm like dude you're 28 like come on (laughs) like (laughs) i just thought that was really funny (laughs) fair but we we did see some progress they are apparently both falling for each other do you think that he really is falling for her or do you think he just said that because he didn't want to look like an asshole you know it's it's a legitimate question and we were talking about it as we were watching the show and i think there are some couples that genuinely are in love with each other and i think there are some couples that are both playing the game and i think there are Mm. some couples where one is playing the game and one is sincere and i think in this situation it's close to the latter i think that jamie probably really is falling in love with him and i think he wants to stay on this show and play the game it's gonna do what he needs to but i don't see a future with them after the show no yeah i don't i think i think he likes her and I think it might be kind of the same thing with Matt. Like, I think he like he likes her and likes spending time with her. Obviously, I mean, I don't know. And but I don't, I don't think. Yeah, I think a lot of it is probably like I made it this far <laughs> with her, so <laughs> we're this close. Uh, especially because he he was he was pretty upfront and honest. Like he brought it up. Like I don't say the L word. To only I've only said to two people outside of my family. Like I take it super seriously, and without prompting or anything. So to me, that kind of I don't know. Like I feel like he was like warning her, or just like just letting you know, um, <laughs> like that I 
I take this seriously, but like I'm not that serious. You know what I mean? Like, and she just took that as an invitation. And well, I'm going to be number three. Yeah. And she's like, I'm falling in love with you. And then he paused and like whispered it back. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, did you think he was going to say say that to her? Yeah, I mean, they're cute. Like, I enjoy watching them. It's a very interesting dynamic. And, you know, I'm I'm actually, I'm very happy for her because I think she was so excited to make it into the finals. And, you know, she was really yeah. into it. And more power to them. Like, I don't think there's a future there, but I'm glad they're having fun. Yeah, I guess. She just gets on my nerves. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Um yeah, but they're they're happy, and I, it was a cute date. Um, I would take it as a cute date. What date I did not like, which was really weird, was really quick. We saw Natasha and Ryan just demolishing some cars. Um, that looked so fun. Also, like a little bit illegal. Like you need licenses <laughs> to operate a lot of that machinery. But yeah, I, I would do it. I mean, I I took my boyfriend to the rage room in Los Angeles a few months ago where they put you in a tiny room and give you baseball bats and sledgehammers and let you that's awesome and glass bottles and stuff so I understand the thrill of it it's incredible oh yeah I mean like it seems fun but to me I'm just kind of like this is a left turn (laughs) like we're just smashing some cars I think for a date, though, it kind of makes sense for them. They're, like, not two people that really yeah. have a whole lot going on that they need to address That's or true. about or hash out. So putting them on just a fun date together for easy TV, it makes, That's it makes true. sense. Like, it's kind of like, what else are you going to do with them? Yeah, nothing too heavy or, like, emotional or whatever. Because they even tried to have, like, a brief conversation in the bus where – you know, he thanked her for letting him take his time and open up and that not to feel that he wasn't interested just because he's not a big talker. Yeah. But that was which, like the first time we'd ever seen them converse. I know, which I I was surprised because I felt like for most of this season, I've been like, oh, they have a mutual agreement that like they'll play it up in front of the cameras, but it really, they're just friends or whatever. But I don't think that was the case. Like, I feel like they actually were really into each other. I'm not sure I buy it yet. I think they are more in the category where they're both just Okay. All right. I think so too, because like they kept saying, like they kept trying to say stuff like that. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, no, I don't see it, but you keep saying it, but I don't see it. Yeah. And then, as I mean, to switch gears, I mean, where we actually see it, I mean, Chris and Brie, I started bawling during their date. I'm I'm grateful we didn't actually have them get married. I think that would have been yeah. too much. But performing yeah. at the wedding chapel and then as an interracial couple performing for another one, I thought that was very sweet. And I yeah, think it was everything cute. between them is sincere as hell. Like, I don't have a doubt in the world. No, I agree. It was, I I, I knew they weren't going to get married. I was like, they're not going to do that. Uh, they probably will one of these days, but I was like, they're not going to do that. Um, but I felt like it did fit, like, oh, of course you would have them there and sing. And I thought it was really sweet. And the it was, it was really cute. And um, their conversation, him talking about how he wanted his dad to marry them and and 
all of that. He just, I don't know. I like Chris. I say it. Every, I guess I say it every week. He just doesn't show a lot of emotion on his face. He's just that kind of like person and that kind of personality. Um, but I do, I do believe that they're in love. Out of all of these couples, I believe them the most. Yeah, I I adore them. I hope they go the distance. Like like tears streaming down my face from their performance as well as just their conversation. Like I'm rooting for them. Yeah, I I agree. Um I I think we'd all be really heartbroken if they didn't make it out of this like cuz they've just been solid since the beginning. Which yeah, and I mean we'll get to the elimination, but even having them as a counter to the other couple going to be eliminated was stupid. I'm like, obviously I'm not going anywhere. This doesn't build suspense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It should have been a couple that, I don't know. Well, yeah, well, we'll get into it. But before we get into the performances, uh, let's take a quick break real quick and we'll be right back. Hey everybody, I'm Sean. You guys might know me on this feed from co-hosting Beyond the Screen, but now here at Maruk with the Movie Blog, we have started a brand new show exclusively for video games called Game Over Screen. So join me every week with my co-hosts. Hey, how's it going? My name's Brendan. And I'm Tyler. As we talk about everything video game related and when we, I guess, get to the Game Over Screen. I don't know. I don't have a good pun for that, but the joke is that we're going to die a lot in the game. <laughs> well, you might. everybody jay wade and kaylin here to tell you about sen afterlife it's an after show podcast where we expand on the week of craziness on sen live as well as have guests on to join in the fun and we get personal too we do movie reviews and at times we go way off the rails which i guarantee is always kaylin's fault hey how rude and not true so come join us on the mark with the movie blog feed and remember to rate share and subscribe and as always enjoy Hey guys, Sean here. Be sure to check out the new podcast over here at Mark with the Movie Blog, Beyond the Screen. Mike, Sarah, and I, every week, coming together, doing our own little our little radio show, whatever you want to call it, talking movie news, life, TV news, anything. Whatever comes up, that's what we're going to talk about. Every week, just come check it out. Where? Where? On the Mark with the Movie Blog feed! Perfect! <laughs> Yay, okay, don't listen. Ready? I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, the Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. All right, so we can jump into the performances. Um, well, we had our judges, and it was uh, oh my gosh, uh, Ari and Lauren. Yes. Um, I don't know if you noticed, we felt like we heard booze when they came out. In addition, really? To- yeah. Huh. I okay. Quick detour on this. How do you feel about you watched Ari season? That was my first season of Bachelor Nation. Okay. 
and I, I can't stand him. I cannot stand the guy. Really? Like, I think he is an overgrown child. I thought he treated the women on his season like pretty disrespectfully. And I yeah. think and I think Lauren is also just such a dull human. <laughs> She's so boring. She's so boring. Probably fine, but like I these are just not a couple I really want to see again. Yeah, I watched because they have their own YouTube channel, of course, and for some reason, I follow both of them on Instagram. Um, but I don't know. I, I watched a couple of their YouTube videos, and they're really cute together, actually, which is, uh, I don't know. I The whole him, I don't like him by himself, and I don't really like her. But together, like I just think they do have a really like cute kind of energy, and she kind of lights up and is more goofy and stuff around him. Um, but I like... I liked them. She looked great, though. I was like, okay, girl. Like, she looked great. Um, and then we had... Oh, it was Ashley Simpson, right? Not the Ashley other one. Simpson and Evan Ross, who is yes. Diana Ross's grandson, Tracy Ellis Ross's son. Really? Mm-hmm. Why did I not know this? <laughs> yeah, so they got married, I don't know, like five years ago and had okay. a reality show on MTV or VH1 or something for a while. Yes. Um, interesting couple to bring out as I don't necessarily feel like either of them have a whole lot of musical talent in their own right. (laughs) But they're legends. So they're legend families. So they are people that are good at making relationships for TV, which is maybe a valuable insight that this show would need. That's true. They were one that I was, they were when they like came out, I was kind of like, okay, that's an interesting choice. Um, I don't, yeah, that was interesting. And then, uh, I don't know his name. We had Pat Monahan from Train. Yes, from Train, uh, which I did not know that's what he looked like. So I had never, I'd never seen him either. And I, I, I mean, I didn't know the names of the band, but when they said Train, I was like, okay, they have put out yeah, some me of the like, greatest love songs of all time. Like, this guy might have an opinion on this. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's his name. Oh, okay. <laughs> I felt really bad. Um, yeah, so we start out with it was Chris and Bree, of course, mm-hmm. again. Um, and I mean, they sang, uh, oh my gosh, Can't Help Falling in Love, right? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. By Elvis, a classic. I mean, it's one yes. of my favorite songs. I oh, got yeah. Chills multiple times over the course of their performance. Yeah, it was. It was beautiful. Um, I liked when it did, because some of the judges said, like, it was a little rocky to start, which I think that song, like, it's it's beautiful, and I think if it's sung wrong, it can be just kind of slow and just, I think love songs are so hard because they can be kind of just boring if you're just watching two people that are, like, madly in love with each other, just be in love with each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But... I think they, they, towards the middle, they start, they, like, spice it up a little bit. And I was like, okay, yeah, okay. I mean, I enjoyed it. And I was grateful that, for the most part, the judges had pretty positive reviews. Lauren, saying that she felt it was low energy, was laughable to me. I was like, if anything, if anyone knows anything about being low energy, it would certainly be you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, (laughs) I miss that. That's funny. Um, yeah, but it it was good. Uh, they're, they just have great voices. I mean, every week they just have really, really great, strong voices. Next was, 
Oh my gosh, Jamie and Trevor mm-hmm. singing "Just a Kiss." Indeed, which, yeah. What, what do you think? think? Oh, <laughs> well, she first of all, she's like, "I am a queen. I am a strong woman." <laughs> like saying all this stuff, and Trevor's like, "Wow, she's like really uh, uh, just so confident and stuff," which was really nice to see. <laughs> it was, yeah. Like that's the person you should have been this whole time on a singing show but I don't mean I don't know where that confidence came from she was talking so quickly and bouncing off the walls half of me was like I mean the girl's in Vegas like she probably found Vegas somewhere (laughs) (laughs) oh no um I liked it like she was all over the place yeah yeah uh I I liked it it was it was good. I think I, I'm going to be honest, I think I checked out a little bit with some of the performances by this point. I was like, it's been a long day. I'm tired. Um, but I mean, I liked the song. So it was good. I thought the song was good. And I, you know, the judges appreciated it as well. You know, Pat Monahan at one point mentioned like, oh, you're so awkward and nervous. It felt really real. Which yeah. I kind of laughed at in the moment. But I think that actually makes sense. Like, it was nice to see her just having fun on stage. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it was definitely their best performance this far. Yeah. I mean, for sure, like singing wise, as far as the actual performance, I thought it was a little bit messy just because, yeah, she couldn't stand still. And, you know, <laughs> She's walking all around. Clearly, like in the zone of his own, like singing. It was a little yeah. much, but I was happy to see her calm down a little bit and just enjoy the experience i do notice that all like most of the couples when they don't know what to do they'll just start touching their other person's face like all the girl jamie does that all the time i'm like stop touching his face like that doesn't convey like it's so weird that's how you get pimples like when they're like like trying to They'll sing for a little bit and, like, look at each other or look away. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I got to show that we're in love. And then they'll just start touching each other's face. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop. Yeah. And then speaking of performances, we move into our third one, Natasha and Ryan. Yes. Um, (laughs) They sang perfect, and it was not a perfect performance. (laughs) Far from it. Um. I really liked that they took a risk because um, I personally am not the biggest Ed Sheeran fan. And um, I mean, I do really, really like this song, but I was like, okay, yeah, take a risk, change it up a little bit. Like, I like to see that. Um, I don't think it paid off, obviously. It did not. Um, it, was, it was so messy. Yeah. Like, they clearly were just not together. And and, you know, we realized after the fact that Natasha fesses up that she sang the wrong part, which made it all make more sense about why it was just yeah. a train wreck watching. Yeah, because I, I get, like, I think I was listening a little bit more than, like, actually watching. So I went back, because I was listening to another podcast talking about this, and I went back and rewatched it, and I was like, oh, it was all over the place. Because she, like, they moved the microphone, and he grabbed the guitar, and then he, like, went to sing, and she just moved it away again. I was like, what is she doing? And then she put the microphone in his hand while he was trying to play the guitar. That doesn't work that way. Yeah, I I don't know. 
And I was trying to think, like, because I remember she said, like, she did say, oh, I sang the wrong part. And I was like, oh, when when was that? And then when I went back and rewatched it, I was like, oh, I guess when they, like, changed it, then they went into the whole whatever, more upbeat version. I think he was supposed to start it off, but I think because she was, like, moving the microphone around, she just started singing. Yeah, I mean, and compared to the first two performances we saw last night, like, it was clear that this was going to put them in the bottom two, if not just oh yeah, what was going to like end it for them. Like you, you can't recover from that, especially in comparison no. to the other two performances that were so much better. Yeah, which is upsetting because I really liked, I really liked watching them because um, I feel like they were, they have like the most on state. Well, I don't know if that's true, but like. They have the theatrics part of it more than the other couples. Agree. Yeah. And we've talked about this. Like, they have amazing stage presence. They're the only yeah. couple in these previous episodes that have actually tried to put on a performance. Exactly. Even coming from, you know, the backstage yeah. last week or the week before. Like, it was something. It was something other than just starting in the middle of the stage. Yeah, exactly. And I, again, like, I really applaud them for, like, trying to take a risk and trying something different and not just doing like a cover of it, but trying to make it upbeat and a little saucy or whatever. Like I, I really like that. I mean, I will give Natasha credit that dress was phenomenal. Yes. Oh, she, every week her outfits are on point. Like it is not a dress you can bend down in, but dear God, it was stunning. Yeah. She looked, she looked great. Um, and then the final performance was finally week five. <laughs> we have a Star Is Born song. <laughs> like, come on, ABC. And um, it, it, it was cute. You know, I thought that Rudy may have been trying a little bit hard, especially after. Oh, yeah. What had happened earlier with them. But it was a good performance. And the judges seemed to agree. Um, this was my absolute favorite performance. Um, I, I mean, this song blew up when this movie came out. It was everywhere, (laughs) everywhere on the radios. There was all these covers of it. Everyone sang it at karaoke and I just got kind of tired of hearing it over and over again. Um, but they did enough where they changed a little bit and they both sang together where before it would be like he would sing and she would sing. Um, There's just enough in it for me that I just, I loved it. I love their rendition of it. I love their voices together are so good. Um, And I like, I love this song in the movie. Like I love Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga and how they sing it together but i just i don't know i just love this so much and i believe them at the end and they're like looking at each other and i was i was getting emotional in this song i was like oh my god they love each other (laughs) well i i said the same thing once i watched their performance and i watched him i was like oh no he totally like has feelings for her like yeah ready to express it yet but it was there Oh, yeah. I just, I felt her being, like, kind of in the beginning, feeling a little hesitant, and then, like, looking at him, like, they were, like, kind of far away, and then by the end, like, when they were singing the microphone together, and they're looking at each other and smiling, I was like, oh, my God, (laughs) this is true love. (laughs) Like, it was really cute to watch. I mean, they've always been a great stage duo. Yeah. I just felt like they progressed a lot as far as 
a quote unquote couple as well. Yeah, I would like I would say that them and Natasha and Ryan are the best at the performance aspect of it in very different ways where like Natasha and Ryan are a little bit more showy and they're like I just my eye goes right to the screen whenever it's Matt and Rudy. Like I'm just then they're so they're not theatric or really anything they are a little bit but they're more I don't know like I there's just something about the way they perform I'm just like captured by it every time yeah no I I like them um you know and they they would have been a good couple to put in the bottom two for the final yeah. rose ceremony just be, given that they'd had some struggles early in, in the episode it would have made for at least a little bit of suspense. and I thought that's what they were going to do and then I they would, didn't. Did <laughs> yeah, I did too. I was like, oh, Brie and Chris, like, I've seen previews for next week already. I know they're in there. Like, yeah, it was just, um, but yeah, I mean, we've alluded to it, but Ryan and Natasha were the last couple, um, and it was sad, and they talked about how they were going to continue being a couple outside of this, which I don't necessarily think that means romantically. I think they realize that they work well together, and I think they might try and stay, like, professionally that way together. Oh, interesting. I didn't think about it that way. That's what I... Because um, I looked at both of their Instagram posts uh, today, and... She like they both wrote really long things about the show and about each other and thanking everyone, and then they each had like Ryan kept pointing a hashtag under hers like hashtag and had a mix of their name and it was like be on the lookout. So I was like, oh, hmm. I don't know. I think. Yeah, she, I mean, she lives in LA and he lives in Michigan. Oh so yeah, not an easy relationship that they were going to try to pursue that. Yeah. Um, but so our final three, I guess, is, uh, Chris and Brie and Ryan and Ryan, nope, Matt and Rudy and Trevor and Jamie. Next week is it. It's the end. Um, who do you think is going to win this? I think Chris and Brie are going to take it. I think they have to. I think they did exactly what the show wanted them to do, which was to find love and make music together and just embrace the whole experience. And they did it and they did it. They did it great. Like, I think well, them not, them not winning some, something would have to happen. Something is going to blow yeah. up. I think all three of them, all three of them did with Matt and Rudy being a little bit slower, maybe not there all the way, but they all kind of matched up with each other all different. There are three different types of what this show could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, I also think about it like, you know, put yourself in six or seven months ago mindset. You know, they're going to, mm-hmm. they're going to pick the winning pair that would have the most longevity outside of the show. That's true. The best to watch in a concert, which I don't necessarily feel like is a Jamie and Trevor. She's too unpredictable. No. no. Yeah, and, I think it would be Chris Abri or Matt and Rudy. And maybe, maybe next week Matt decides to use the L word with Rudy, and then it's a whole other game. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like if we're thinking long term outside of this, I we have said that we think Chris and Bree 
are the real deal and they'll probably last longer out of this and the other couples i could see them if they break up being on like paradise or maybe bachelor bachelorette seasons or something like that so i don't necessarily see brie and chris like continuing on in this franchise if they for some reason didn't end up together where i see the other couples definitely being able to branch off yeah that's a good point you know, Chris seems like a lovely human, but I can't imagine him getting involved in any of that on no. a normal Bachelor show. And I don't necessarily think that Brie is interesting enough. Yeah. Um, but I would love to see, like, I think Matt would definitely be on Paradise or something. Like, Matt I mean, I hope they all stay together, but... <laughs> Rudy would be a disaster that I would love to see. Exactly. <laughs> And so with Jamie, I want to see Jamie on Paradise so bad. That'd be so fun. Oh, she would lose it. She would absolutely lose it. And they'd be like, did you know she's only 21 years old? Like, oh, it'd be so great. <laughs> well, we will see. We'll see when we get a new Bachelor show eventually. Yeah, One eventually. Day. One day. Well, Next week is the final episode of Bachelor Something for a while. We don't know how long that will be, um, but we will be here next week to recap it. Until then, Kristen, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter. It's Kristen Rose, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-R-O-S-E-A-A-A-Y. And you can find me on Twitter at SCBOX, so that's S-S-E-A-B-O-C-K. You can find this show and more at the Merck Winning Movie Blog feed on Apple, uh, oh my gosh, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, all those podcasting things, and YouTube as well. And we will see you next week uh, right here for Go Get That Rose. Yeah, I don't know. Bye! Listen to your heart! Yes, listen to your heart. Oh my gosh, real real fast. That was the best part when he was like, and next week we're going to Tennessee and listen to your heart. They're like, he said it. He said it. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>